Hello, welcome to this edition of Trends Talk. I am Brian Bolio, CEO of ITR Economics, and we're going to be talking about seven big trends. The fourth big trend is distribution channels will continue to morph. We've seen a huge disruption, obviously, with Amazon and the like, um, but they pretty much rested on existing platforms. It's those platforms that are going to be going away. There's a reason why uh, FedEx doesn't get highly uh, touted. You don't see very many buy signals on FedEx, for instance, not only because of the issues going on in China, because of the aforementioned nationalism, but also because we are going to be coming up with brand new delivery systems. Um, Distribution systems will be morphing right along with that. And it's going to range from that last half mile to our houses to pipelines and um, new vessel containers for everything that gets transported across the ocean or gets transported across the United States or any other economy. Um, That core infrastructure is struggling right now to keep pace. The part of that distribution, I can't say distribution without thinking about electrical distribution. I mean, we have a very archaic, fragile system here in the United States. When government is looking for ways to become more and more embedded in the economy, more and more vital to the economy, um, don't be surprised if government decides that that is well within their purview to take over, control, or at least dominate in some manner, shape, or form, um, as opposed to the relative capitalist feeling we've had in that space for Well, ever since the end of World War II, it's become more capitalist, even though you have the public utility commissions, etc. I'm saying that pendulum is going back the other way, which brings me to big trend number five. Never forget pendulum swing. And the big pendulum swings we're going to experience are interest rates going back to the historical mean, like for the U.S. government 10-year bond yield, that means 5%. But the pendulums don't stop at the mean. They swing right through it and get you to the other extreme. We are moving toward the mean, and we are going to be seeing extremes on the other side. The 1920s, we think gives us a a useful paradigm for understanding the 2020s. And that paradigm is expect social unrest, expect social disruption, expect more socialism to be bankied about, and expect more volatility in the political environment, in the financial environment, and in people's attitudes in general. Because as pendulums move, It creates uncertainty, and with that uncertainty creates the need for change or the perception of the need for change. And a lot of what we thought we knew as truths becomes very much up in the air. That pendulum shifting and and the shift toward, and we've talked about it elsewhere, I'm not going to reiterate it here, the government becoming more socialist and paternalistic in its view of business and the population in general. It's going to be real, and that leads me to big trend number six. And this is when I decry, and when I'm out there doing a presentation, I talk about it because it is so dangerous. I find business leaders increasingly looking outside of their businesses 
outside of the marketplace for solutions to problems. They're, they're asking government, they're, they're counting on government to do this or that or the other thing. And that just feeds into the hands of um, forces that aren't really capitalist in their very nature. We still control more of our lives from within than anybody else can from without. I mean, you and I have to learn the difference between controlling what we can and dealing with those variables and just accepting some of these trends that we aren't going to be able to change. All right, how am I going to work that to my advantage? You need to become the economic marine of your business, right? You adapt, you, you take the resources at hand, you overcome, you just make it happen because you can't change the weather, you can't change the island that you parachuted on, but there are things that you can do that are in your control so that you thrive. Recent uh, Harvard study, for instance, showed that companies that were prepared for recessions experienced a compound annual growth rate of about 10% versus those that were reactionary, that waited for things to happen to them, where the CAGR in the United States is more like 4%. Don't be the 4% or be the 10% or by understanding you have all these levers at your disposal. You do not have to say or hope, well, the government won't let a 2022 recession happen. The government won't let a 2030 recession happen. Uh, it's, if it was that easy, folks, we would have done it with business cycles a long time ago. So you control what you can control and make sure that you're not placing hope where it is ill-founded or ill-based or ill-advised. The seventh big trend is our government here in the United States will continue to rack up impressive deficits and therefore amounting national debt. And don't think, well, that's because the Democrats are going to take office. I don't care whether it's a Democrat or Republican. If anything we've learned from the current president is that Republicans now think like Democrats of old and Democrats now are beginning to think like Republicans. The lines are getting blurred, but the trend remains the same. Politicians spend money to get reelected and they have no problem spending it. Um, they have no problem dropping taxes to um, try and stimulate the economy on to higher growth rates. But when that doesn't work, expect that pendulum to go back the other way. And our taxes could come under pressure to go back up, particularly as the body politic continues to feed this class warfare rhetoric. You're going to hear goofy things happen. I say goofy at the risk of being on PC. But because of these budget deficits, because of a mounting national debt, we're going to ask more and more hear about how it doesn't matter anymore. Running around out there right now and very popular in the more liberal economic circles is called modern monetary theory. And that theory is all about government can, must, print as much money as it needs to to supply what it needs to to the population. And when inflation gets out of control, then we can rein all that back in and inflation won't be a problem. But between that now and then, we have a moral obligation to print money and spend it as fast as we can for the greater good. Uh, this is kind of really strange theory in, in, in my world because a if it was that simple north korea would not be a poor economy and two if you think you can rein in inflation that readily once it's out of the uh, the bag then you haven't studied enough history and three if you think politicians can all of a sudden become virtuous and not spend money after they've been printing and spending it for quite some time um 
I think perhaps these people that believe in MMT are being naive that our politicians are really doing, will do whatever is best, whether that means they don't get elect, reelected or elected in the first place or not. Uh, that's not the way the game works. Seven big trends. Think about those when you're making big decisions, when you're thinking about which way you are going to go and focus within and control that which you can control. And you make a huge difference that way. You become the 10% Kager type as opposed to the 4% Kager type. We still have that power. We have that obligation. Thanks for listening to this edition of Trends Talk. Seven big trends. Very much appreciate you taking the time to, to listen. Mm-hmm.